you're listening to the Sassy Solopreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Silva, first-generation Latina, digital entrepreneur, and an online educator. On this show, you're getting an exclusive backstage pass on how I transformed my food blog, A Sassy Spoon, into a sustainable and profitable multi-six-figure business as a party of one. Tune in each and every week for the sassy vibes, authentic, no BS conversations, and actionable advice on how you too can build the profitable food blog business of your dreams. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you to everyone that has been listening and that have been sending me DMs and telling me that they're binging the first five episodes of this podcast. Like, I am floored by the response. I'm so excited to hear that you guys are really enjoying the episodes. And it's good to know also that you're listening and re-listening because I sometimes feel that I am, you know, speaking into the void. So it's good to know there's someone on the other side of this. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'd love for you to rate and review the show and let everyone else know how much you're loving this episode or these episodes rather. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how I stayed profitable without relying on Instagram. So it's no secret. I've spoken about this in another podcast. I've spoken about this on stories. My uh, sort of gripe with Instagram is it's just um, it's just a shit show and I'm just over it. You know, that's just the long and short of it. But I also like really like Instagram because I love connecting with you guys. I love DMing and like I just like seeing what everyone's up to. And it's just like a way of connection. But at the same time, it's like, oh, my God, if the algorithm changes one more time, I'm going to punch something, you know, so. This is what happened. I'm just going to tell you the whole thing. Whether you're new or you've been following me for a while, you know that I have a food blog, A Sassy Spoon, and my Instagram for A Sassy Spoon is basically abandoned, okay? I, I don't even log into that account. I haven't posted on that account since, I'm going to say October, November of 2022. I was just done. I was like, I'm just going to complete all the sponsored work that I have to do, and then I'm out of there. Bye. I'll be honest, after losing my father in September of 2021, it's it's almost like my entire perspective on life just completely shifted overall. And aside from a lot of things that, you know, I ended up changing in my life, one of the things was just being more intentional with my time. And I felt like the the endless scrolling and the just the being stressed all the time and the fact that I'm putting all this work into photography, recipe development trying to pitch to different brands and trying to grow my business using Instagram, it just wasn't working. It wasn't working for the type of business model that I wanted. I wanted my blog to be front and center. I wanted that to be the main hub of my entire business. If you're putting all this time on a platform that you don't even own, that you don't even have control over like you do with a website or with your email, then what was the point? You know, what was the point in doing all the supposed to do things that weren't really not even driving traffic to my website, which is what I really wanted because to grow a food blog like I wanted was to increase page views, right? To increase blog traffic. And let's be real. All these social media platforms are designed to keep people scrolling on them for hours on end. So me putting all this work into creating reels and into making content for these platforms specifically 
was not something that I wanted to invest time in. And so I figured it would be a better use of my time to invest in my blog, in my content, in my email, in things that I actually could control. And so this is where it all kind of started for me, where I'm like, you know what? I'm not seeing ROI here. And I'm just literally wasting my time getting frustrated, feeling so you know reluctant in posting all these reels and carousels and whatever. And so I stopped posting. I was over it. There's no purpose in me being here because it's not driving traffic to my site, which is how I make the majority of my money. And so what is the literal point? Yes, we can sit here and say it's for branding, it's for brand partnerships, and it's for connection. But I'm going to tell you what I've discovered in making this shift, okay? So it's been a year since I walked away from Instagram. And instead, I decided to shift my focus until my blog. I started auditing my content, being really intentional with the type of content that I was creating. I even shifted niches and I honed in on a more narrow niche. And I have to say that shift was the game changer. Honestly, all my numbers are up. Everything is up. It's like I found my people. Suddenly all these emails are coming in, people thanking me for the type of content that I'm creating. I'm just like, whoa. And I'm not on Instagram. And I'm sure anyone that goes to my Instagram is like, oh, Jamie must have quit her, her blog. It's over, right? <laughs> she just threw in the towel. But honestly, Instagram was bringing in what? Like 0.01% of my traffic in, you know, to my blog. It wasn't what was needed. And so as a result, my organic search traffic is now more than 33% than it was last year. Google Web Stories traffic is up by more than 573% in comparison to last year, which is insane to even think about. Pinterest is up by more than 25%. And I hadn't seen that number increase in forever. Okay, like what is Pinterest? You know, like who is she? My email subs are increasing. And it's not just any email subscribers. I didn't buy a list online. It is literally my people. I have figured out a way to really attract my people with my content and bring them into my world with my opt-in. This is the key. This is content marketing 101, okay? It's bringing people into your world and being able to nurture them with all the value that they are looking for, all that helpful content, and also driving them back to your site. So let's review. Organic search traffic is up. Google Web Stories is up. Pinterest is up. Emo subs are up. Open rates are up. Click-through rates are up. Bounce rate is down. Time on site is up. It's just like, what? I can't even believe it, okay? In other words, making this shift away from social media, I don't even post on Facebook either, that shift has completely paid off. And so I want to share the three things I did because I think it's important for people to understand that I didn't just like stop posting on Instagram and suddenly everything went through the roof. I put work into, you know, switching gears here. My entire focus switched to the blog and what I actually switched to doing is what I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, so number one is to check for content gaps. Look for topics that your audience is interested in that you haven't covered yet on your website, okay? If the topic aligns with your niche and it builds your authority, add it to the list, add it to your editorial calendar and build content around that because that's what's going to build trust and that's what's going to get people to become your biggest fan. Okay, this is something that I did. Like I mentioned before, I had a more general comfort food blog going in. And then I really narrowed down to just Cuban food. 
in early 2022, which is what really broke those plateaus. I was in a huge page view plateau and it absolutely changed the game for me. But because I'm Cuban, I know the types of content that are going to resonate with my audience. I know that there's certain recipes that evoke the memories from their childhood that they're going to talk about, oh my God, my grandmother used to make this. I know because I'm living proof of that type of content. That's what I mean about making sure that the content aligns with your niche and that it's something that you can confidently build authority in. You don't want to build trust and authority in something that you know nothing about. That would be so hard, you know? If you're trying to put out vegan food, but you know nothing about veganism, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? That's what builds this audience that send me emails every day. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you just shared this recipe. I remember making this as a kid with my mom. That's the type of response I wanted to receive from my audience. Focus on your blog. Focus on making sure that you have all your content gaps filled. And the next thing is that if you realize that you have some existing content that needs to be updated, add those to the list as well. Look for posts that may have outdated information. Maybe they have broken links. Maybe they need new photos. They need to be retested. Like whatever the update is, do that first before creating brand new posts because existing content is already indexed with Google. So any update, any refresh that you give to that post is going to be an automatic boost in traffic. I'm not promising you're going to get a million page views, but you are going to get an uptick in numbers because it's already indexed. You're just telling Google like, hey, I'm refreshing this content that's already been living in search forever and I'm providing more value for my readers. I'm providing more updated information. And so in other words, you're like working smarter, not harder by doing this. So look for content gaps, update existing content. And number three, check for your best performers. Identify the blog posts that are ranking high in search right now. So if you go and see everything that is in the top 10 spots in Google and see if there's a way for you to create more content around those similar topics. Again, making sure that they align with your niche and they, they build your authority. But this is what people want. If they're at a top spot in Google, there's a reason for that. People are clicking on it. People are interacting with it. People want more of that. So if you have a banana bread recipe on position five, instead of creating five different banana breads, you want to create more banana recipes and then link to each of them, interlink to each of them. And that way, this banana bread recipe that's on position five gets to continue to move up in ranking while at the same time giving some Google juice over to the other banana recipes. So it all works together. They grow and rank together. They're reinforcing each other. And doing these three things is what helped me to break my page view plateau. It's why my organic search is up. That's why all those numbers have gone up because I was so intentional about the content that I was creating. And I was making sure that not only did it align with my niche and it built my authority and it built the trust with my audience, all the posts were also up to date. So again, I'm not saying that Instagram is the worst thing ever. I'm not here to shit on Instagram. There's definitely value in being on Instagram. But it should not be the only thing that you rely on to grow because you're going to drive yourself crazy, okay? I've actually had students tell me that they feel relieved after going through my program because they're like, wow, I get to rely on my blog and I get to put all my eggs in my blog's basket, right? And in my email instead of Instagram where 
you don't know what to expect on there. It's kind of unpredictable. You know, some days the algorithm works, some days you're fighting with it, some days it's shut down completely. One day to the next, you can lose all your followers and then what, right? But if you have these, you know, if you have an audience on your blog that you're capturing with an email, that you're nurturing, that you're providing value to, that you're sharing all this helpful information to, that is what's going to grow your business in the long run. That is the type of content that pays dividends, okay? And I know I sound like a broken record and I don't care, but I'm going to always be a preacher of this, okay? This is the, the gift that keeps on giving, right? The content that keeps on giving. It's the one that when you create content now, three and four years from now, you're going to still be making money from that. I'm still making money from 2019 content, 2020 content. It just makes sense. And I wanted just to prove to you with, just, with you know, a whole year sabbatical from Instagram that I really didn't think it was going to be like a social experiment. But here we are. This is the proof that me not relying on Instagram for an entire year and I'm doubling all my numbers, including my revenue. This is the proof that you do not need to rely on Instagram to grow your business. You don't have to have a complete sabbatical like I did. But if it means that maybe for the next 90 days, you're like, you know what? I'm not going to create any more reels and I'm not going to post anything else on Instagram. I'm going to take these 90 days and I'm going to update a bunch of old content. I'm going to do a few blog posts to fill up these content gaps and just be really intentional with your time instead of continuing to post reel after reel to reel. And I promise you that work that you do for those 90 days, that little sprint, that 90 day sprint that you do of just like cranking out content and putting it on your blog is going to pay dividends in the long run. That's long form content. That's evergreen content. And years from now, that's the content that's going to bring you traffic that you're going to be able to monetize. That's what's going to bring you ad revenue. I promise it's going to be way worth your time to make your blog more of a priority than any other social media app. And again, I'm not telling you to abandon any social media app entirely. You do you, especially if you enjoy it. If that fills your cup, okay, if that lights you the F up, do you. But also be smart. Be smart and don't build a business on borrowed land. So that's all for this conversation. I hope that this episode resonated with you. I hope you can walk away feeling relief that you don't have to rely on Instagram. I'm living proof that I quit Instagram a year ago and I'm actually more successful than ever in my business. So let me know what you thought about this episode. What was your biggest takeaway? I'd love to know. DM me on Instagram at the Jamie Silva. And once again, please rate and review the show. I would really, really appreciate it if you did. And thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.